comedy can stem from pain. And a lot of people who become successful off of things like that is because they learn to express their pain in a different way. And even if it's true humor or just regular humor, talking about their life and things like that, they make a joke out of it because that's how they're coping. I've been that person where someone literally seemed right through me and they was like, I understand that you're laughing and having fun and joking about everything, but I also know that you're putting on a mask and that behind that mask, you're hurting, nobody's listening, but I'm here to let you know I see you, I'm here and I'm here to listen. And when I tell you I broke down in the naughtiest, nastiest total of of tears and things like that, like, y'all, this woman didn't know me from a can of paint, really. She had been with me maybe four or five days on this leadership retreat thing. And it's crazy how when people really are in tune with their spirit and can be in tune with other people's spirits, or they just study people or all of the above, they can understand when somebody's facade is a way to cope because of their mental health. So... I just want to say for that man, and I'm going to post on my second Instagram the clip that I'm talking about and then also respond with a short clip of me talking about this as well. It's called At Me Meets Life. So that's at T-A-T-M from there. Capital L-I-S. It's all one word. But obviously it'll be a description as well. But I just want to say when you downplay people's mental health because you don't believe in mental health or mental illness or that you think she's just being weak and spoiled and entitled, you end up with situations like us losing incredible people, whether it's musicians, whether it's people that we know dying of overdose because they just can't take it anymore, trying to mask the pain, and everybody wants me to be everything for them, but no one's really listening. Like, the first thing I thought about when that man said that was Robin Williams. Because he just seemed like such a caring spirit and a beautiful soul and a light into this world until he was gone because of his mental health that really just took him over. And for someone who's never been in a place where they don't understand how their thoughts are literally attacking their character, you can't speak on the person wanting to put that mental health first. Like, I had a righteous anger listening to him talk. It wasn't righteous at first, let's be honest. It was just anger because I was like, who's the ignorant? The ignorant. Like, you're talking about her being a sociopath because she's taking her mental health seriously? This child has overcome abuse for many years. For her to even stick with this sport. The sport that even introduced her to said abuse. I commend her. Because a lot of people will let go of things because it was attached to abuse where they met their abuser and things like that. So for her to continue this, but not only continue this, pick herself up out of bootstraps, learn to love herself, learn to understand it wasn't her fault, learn to encourage other girls, learn how to, you know, understand the signs of when you're not really in your best state of mind and so you're going to work to get back to the place that you know you need to be so you can be top tier even in your everyday functioning. Because we don't even know. Her getting out the bed to even show up to cheer, up, cheer on her team could have been the one victory for the day. 
because I've definitely been there where if I got to benefit myself one time that day, I did good because that was the only thing I was able to get out of my bed and get done. And for me, a lot of things about this life come down to experience. And yes, some people are empathetic and they can feel the emotions and empathize with situations to a degree when someone has voiced them. But I am going to always be a firm believer that until you've been through it yourself, you can't speak on it. You're always going to be a spectator on the outside looking in. And I believe that man owes her an apology. But not only that, when she did decide that she was going to perform again, we found out she had lost a family member. To be in a whole other country, away from family, and then there be a loss in the family, dude, that takes a toll on you. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be something that you would have thought would have taken you under. That becomes a trigger. Like for me, that trigger happened back in May when everything kind of hit the fan. I had a friend who was a childhood buddy of mine pass away because of violence. And what was crazy was I didn't know where he was or how his life was going. I just know that occasionally I would remember the times that we all hung out and kicked it when we were kids. And so when I heard about that, my heart was broken. I was like, yeah, that's messed up. Like, what happened? You know, and then I got to talking to my mom and found out that he was actually family. And that, that for some reason, was a trigger to me because I hadn't seen him in years. I haven't hung out with him in years, so I didn't know or understand why it was taking such a heavy toll on me. But it got to the point where I had lost so much in my life, whether it was people physically dying or people walking out of my life or giving up on me and giving up on our friendship or whatever the case may have been. It took that one thing happening for my emotional state to just break all the way down and be like, this is what you need to do to carry on. And so you're either going to heal and mourn the loss of one year uncle. That really set it all off because he passed last April during the pandemic. And you know, when you work jobs and things like that, or you're trying to be the stronghold for the family, you don't necessarily have time to mourn. But sometimes mourning doesn't even hit you in that moment. And that's why I don't understand jobs and how they expect you to just take a day of grievance. Like, and if I'm saying that incorrectly, I'm sorry. But... How are you going to expect me to just take one day to mourn? Like, that's inhumane to me because the process of mourning isn't even a one-time thing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's a memory that hits you out of nowhere, and it, it takes you, it's overwhelming. Emotionally, it is overwhelming. Like, that's also happened to me when it came to reflecting on some of the friendships that I've lost or people that have died that I really, really miss. Like, I just think it's unfair to not want to be understanding of someone 
taking their mental health seriously. But this really was more of a soapbox talk because I just cannot believe that he called her a sociopath and selfish and weak because she chose to not flip around on some bars and stuff. Some of them, I have to watch these four foot eleven Russian girls chew on their gold medals. And I'm like, if you're that hurt about it, why don't you train and you go to the Olympics? Because you think this country is so amazing for somebody to put their mental health at risk for a medal. Like, to me, it just goes deeper than not having any respect for humankind. You're so concerned about a status or us winning gold or whatever that you could care less about her health or her well-being. That's stupid. You're the sociopath. You're the one that don't have any emotional um, intelligence of any kind. Like, how do you not understand that that's common sense? That's like saying that she broke her arm or something, like any of the athletes broke their arm, and you're like, oh, wow, you're selfish and weak because, you know, you should have done better. You should have gotten yourself together so this wouldn't have happened. You should have done this for a man. Like, if y'all don't sit out somewhere, and that's another thing that I just need to get off my chest. People swear up and down just because you don't like something about the country you live in, that is an automatic flag for you to move because you're ungrateful. No, honey. That's like saying if you're in a marriage and you don't like something about it, you just don't get a divorce. No, you're going to work on it. You're going to change the things that need to be changed so that they can be better. You want it to be wholesome. You want it to be holistically well. Okay? You don't want one part to be good and the other part to be bad. There's nothing wrong with change as long as it's for the positive. But the problem comes when you don't realize that there's a problem and when you don't realize there's a problem and you're living in the now, then there can be no growth from that. You can only grow when you have accepted that there's a problem that needs change. And because Simone is in a place where she knows herself enough to know something's wrong and I'm not going to chance it, I'm not going to chance it for the team, I'm not going to chance it for myself. But those other girls train, this is hard. Okay, so why did you think that they're not good enough just because Simone wasn't going to compete? You know what I'm saying? It, that's disrespectful to them as well. To then say, oh, well, now the team ain't worth a, it ain't worth a crap because she ain't performing. Like, oh, my goodness. If I can find that man's name, I'm definitely going to be, um, I don't want to tag his stuff because I'm not about to give him more clout for his ignorance. But it's just the fact that conservatives really just go above and beyond. Um, y'all gotta chill out. Truly. Me. But to be honest, I was on a little road trip down the road and I was like, this is gonna be the best time to do this because I was supposed to do this podcast days ago. But again, y'all, I wasn't busy. When I wasn't busy, I was physically tired. And if I wasn't physically tired, I was physically tired. Or just tired. But anyway, don't ever let nobody tell you that if you're in a place where you don't think your mental health is at its peak performance, that you're weak, you're less than, or you're being a baby, or whining, or what have you. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself 
because the thoughts get so overwhelming that they become suicidal, you really have no idea what a person will do. And I'm encouraging y'all, if someone ever cries out to you about their mental health, that you listen to them. Sometimes people don't know really how to voice it, but you should probably study on what signs of anxiety and depression look like, things like that, so that you can be a help to your friends and your family. And to that man that said what he had to say about Simone, um, you can go step on a Lego. This has been Misha Tatum, and I'm out.